Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I'm Jay Thomas, and this week we are taking a look at James Mangold's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Well, in that case, what are we drinking? Same for the goddaughter. Dad told me you found something on a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? Don't move. We need to get out of here. Stop! Sorry. Helena! Dr. Jones, get him. Hitler made mistakes, and with this, I will correct them all. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. It's called capitalism. This way! Fasten your seatbelt. There might be some turbulence. You've taken your chances, made your mistakes, and now a final triumph. Indiana Jones. A few times in my life I've seen things. I've been tortured with voodoo. Been shot nine times. Including once by your father. Ah, sorry. But I've been looking for this all my life. This is the first Indiana Jones film not directed by Steven Spielberg, but we do have Harrison Ford returning one last time to be the uh, our favorite archaeologist, the person that introduced us to what an archaeologist is, although I don't think it's quite entirely accurate, um, for one final adventure. And um, I, I think before we get into the movie, I'll just say I really like the series. I like the franchise as a whole. Um, I love the first three movies. I think Crystal Skull is okay. I like it a little bit more than I used to. I watched it... Just the other day, in fact, I watched it, and I enjoyed it enough that I was like, you know what, I want to see Indiana Jones go on one last adventure, and I bought my ticket to go see the movie uh, over the 4th of July, and so uh, where does this fall in in the whole series of movies? I'll tell you what I do really like about it a lot. Uh, it feels very much like some of the earlier Indiana Jones movies. I think it kind of feels a little bit more like Last Crusade than uh, the other ones because we're introduced to an older Harrison Ford or an older uh, Indiana Jones and then you have this younger kind of version of Indy sort of with Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character uh, Helena who is his goddaughter and she's sort of an archaeologist except she just is sort of in it for the money so any artifacts that she finds she's not one of those people that's like I want it in a museum she's like give me money and I'll give it to you so they're a little different in that respect uh, but I feel like their relationship uh, does work for me a lot, and it does remind me of uh, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford in uh, Last Crusade. I, I think there's there's a lot of parallels um, in in that. I thought the sense of adventure and excitement was there that was in the previous movies. Um, you just got an older version of uh, of Indiana Jones, a bit crankier uh, when we're introduced to older Indy. 
he is uh, woken up by loud music from his neighbors. And he literally goes downstairs to the bottom apartment and bangs on the door with a baseball bat saying, turn it down. And then a hit bunch of hippies open the door. I was like, oh, wow. I never thought I'd see Indiana Jones in the 60s, in his 80s. And it's weird. But uh, it was fine. He's working at a different college, a much smaller university. And um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge comes and it needs his help to find the uh, the Dial of Destiny. They call it something else. I can't remember what they call it. Uh, it's, a, it's a device that was created by Archimedes way back in the day. And in fact, when she... When we meet her, she interrupts um, Indy's class where he's talking about Archimedes and the things that he did to make the world better and um, this battle that he died in. And she is the daughter of uh, one of Indy's old friends, uh, Toby Jones. Uh, Basil Shaw is the character's name. And we meet him in the very beginning of the movie because the first 20 minutes, uh, you're in the past with Indy on a, on a, a movie that I wish... We would have had. I wish we would have gotten this movie because it seemed like the ending uh, of a, a pretty fun Indiana Jones movie. And Toby Jones, uh, who plays Basil, is, I thought, really good. I thought he fit Indiana Jones. He seems like he'd be one of Indy's sidekicks. I mean, maybe it's just that he's screaming, Indy, at one point, just like literally everyone else has done. Um, we also meet Mads Mikkelsen, who plays Dr. Voller, the evil Nazi scientist who wants the Dial of Destiny as well. They're looking for a different artifact in the beginning. Um, and then it leads them to this other one. And there's a great fight on a train. And Mads Mikkelsen just looks the part of an Indiana Jones villain. Like, I feel like he was kind of born to be a villain in this franchise. Kind of like he was for Bond when he was in Casino Royale. He just fits so well in the series. And um, his his plan Spoiler alert. is to use the Dial of Destiny to go back in time to... Uh, kill Hitler before he invades Poland and basically become a better Hitler, which is like the most evil thing you could possibly want to do. So I'm on board. You know, I'm like, you know what? Let, let Yeah, sure. Let's let's have this villain want to do this with the, the Dial of Destiny or whatever the hell they actually call it in the movie. The weird, the uh, one of the awkward things in the movie is, is the beginning, is the first 20 minutes because you have a de-aged Harrison Ford and you there's some shots in the trailer looks amazing, right? Like, it looks great. It does until it's kind of animated and he's talking. And then you can just tell it's off because we're so used to seeing Harrison Ford be Indiana Jones. Like, you kind of know when he says things what his facial expression is going to be. And it's not quite right, and it's a little strange. I mean, it looks like him a lot of the time, but then when it, like, it needs to emote, it's just not quite there. I mean, they have some of his smirks, that's like very Indiana Jones. And the whole setup, the whole scene just is just straight out of like the old movies. Like this fits so perfectly in there. And I really liked that. But it's just the animation is, is a little awkward at times. There's a, a moment where he's eating a cracker. I don't even know why it's in the movie because it's a really long movie. And I feel like it's one of those things they probably could cut out because it looks really fake. And it, it was very distracting in that moment. Um, but then when, when they get the, the dial at the end of the the beginning and then we flash forward to you know current day or not current day but current day for him in 1969 um you get a, an older indiana jones who's now um by himself you know crystal skull ended with him marrying uh marion karen allen's character and he had his son mount williams and they're kind of written out of the movie um I, I won't get into too many specifics but i feel like they kind of went out of their way to make him by himself 
And I don't feel like they really needed to do that. Like every Indiana Jones movie to me has always felt very um, one-off and very self-contained. I mean, there's characters that they all share, but mostly like he's got his, he's got a new girl almost every single time he has um, some sidekicks are the same, but like short rounds never really seen again after the uh, temple of doom. And I just, I don't feel like there needed to be an explanation. Like, I don't know why Karen Allen couldn't have just been in it and they could have still been together and uh, he could have just been like, I'm going to go on this adventure and she just stayed home. Like, I I feel like they go out of their way to make him lonely and by himself. And it, I have seen comparisons and it's 100% correct. He basically has the same story that Han Solo has. Like, it's the same sort of arc from The Force Awakens, which is really weird. So we don't really deal with... Um, you know, you, Shia LaBeouf's not in the movie. Karen Allen uh, does have a, a cameo in it, which is always nice to see her. I love Karen Allen. I think I think she's great in pretty much everything that I, I've ever seen her in. So it's always fun when she's in things now because she's really not in things very often. I think I just could have done without them putting him in the lonely position that he's in right now because I feel like that's where he kind of was in Crystal Skull. And it's sort of like they took the things that they liked in Crystal Skull and sort of did them again, like thematically with with things and i mean like when rocky came back he didn't have adrian when um han solo came back he wasn't with leia anymore and you know it's just it luke skywalker is all by himself he's isolated like they just keep kind of doing this with these characters and i don't mind like you know putting obstacles in their way so they have to overcome but it just feels like we've seen this storyline a lot of times before but for the most part i think this movie definitely captures the excitement and adventure of the earlier movies a little bit better than I think Crystal Skull did, even though I, I do enjoy quite a bit of Crystal Skull. There's a lot of things I I thought were didn't really work for me. Um, in this one, I, I felt like for the most part, the movie is a very good Indiana Jones movie. Like I enjoyed it. Um, there's a, a section of the movie where we spend time at uh, Indiana Indy's new college where he has his artifact, his Dial of Destiny, hidden uh, because he was going to come look for it, right? Like, he's keeping it safe from even uh, Toby Jones's character because he just gets so obsessed with it and he wants to destroy it, and Harrison Ford's like, you know, we shouldn't destroy this stuff. Like, it should go in a museum, which he says multiple times throughout the movie. And there's this weird, like, subplot with the government working with Mad Mickelson's character who's, like, a, a scientist who just sent, you know, astronauts to the moon. He's got his, like covert Nazi people. He's also working with like the CIA. I don't really fully understand what was going on there. It didn't really work all that well for me, but that's that's kind of the way this this movie is. There's lots of stuff that I enjoyed. Uh, there's a lot of action set pieces that I thought were really fun. I, I saw some complaints online that, that they look kind of fake. Hey, go back and watch the whole series. So much of the action looks silly and um, green screened. That I that I thought it was fine, and actually I didn't even really notice that many bad things. Um, Phoebe Waller Bridge's character Helena has uh, a little sidekick, very similar to when Indy had Short Round. And I saw this uh, again. I saw people complaining online that like, why wasn't it just Short Round? Why didn't he just uh, have an adventure of Short Round? Why did it have to be this this female character? Trolls being trolls, you know what I mean. Um, but Teddy is her little short round character. And, uh, I kind of wouldn't have minded seeing some of their adventures. Like, I don't think this franchise is going to spin off with her as like the new Indiana Jones, which I, I know that was some speculation online as well. Um, I don't think that's the case, but, uh, I did like her and, and Teddy together. I thought it, it felt very much, she definitely feels like 
kind of a female Indiana Jones that just happens to sell stuff instead of put it in a museum. Um, she does a lot of things that are very similar to Indiana Jones. And I think that's where I, I said earlier, it kind of reminded me of uh, Last Crusade because I, I feel like their relationship is very Indian as dad in a, in a lot of ways. I like that as it went on. You know, like I was saying, this movie is two and a half hours long and there's just sections that I was like, I feel like they could have trimmed this up. I don't know how. I'm not in the movie making business. I just watch these things. And I was like, this is feeling really long. There's a there's a section where Antonio Banderas comes into it and he plays a character named Ronaldo and they have to go underwater, like do this deep sea thing to find another part of the dial or something to help them find the rest of the dial. I can't remember exactly how it goes. But um, it's not a bad section of the movie. It's just the movie got long and like it just, I don't know, it kind of felt like it was all for nothing. I mean, I guess it leads to the end of the movie, but it it just kind of I don't even remember all of it, all the things that happened during that section. It just it gets to be a long movie. And I saw some people that were kind of complaining that, you know, Antonio Banderas is kind of wasted in this movie. If anybody came up to me and was like, "Hey, do you want to be in an Indiana Jones movie?" I don't care who I am. I would be like, "Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this." I'll be whatever character. I don't care. Like he basically just plays a like a sea captain who is friends with Indiana Jones, and they they maybe have had previous adventures together, which again would have been kind of fun to see. Um, but I I thought he fit right in as well. Like he just seemed like uh, a character that would be in the Indiana Jones movies. That part just starts to get a little a little long, and then like the last portion of the movie, the the last I would say I liked about two thirds of this movie, and then you get to the last third and. I, it just doesn't really work for me when they finally, you know, get to the point where they're going to use the dial of destiny. I, it just the way it's handled and the way it kind of wraps up, it it didn't work for me. And I guess I'm I'm going to I'm going to get into some spoiler territory here cuz I I need to sort of talk it out, I think to kind of help myself a little bit. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler so I mentioned earlier that Mads Mikkelsen's character, his plan is to basically become the new Hitler. And so they get to a point where they use the Dial of Destiny. They put in like this time so we can go back to before Hitler took over and kill him and, and take over for him. The dial basically takes you, shows you the the coordinates of where these time fissures are in the sky. And they don't really, I don't feel like they opened it. I feel like it's just already there. So... At any time, somebody could just go through it. I don't know. Maybe I missed something. But I don't feel like it was all that well explained. And they just fly through it. And it, they don't go to Poland. They go back to when Archimedes was alive. And during the battle that, that Indiana Jones was talking about at the very beginning of the movie in his class. And uh, things happen. Mads Mikkelsen's character is kind of dealt with in a very anticlimactic, just kind of wrapped up in a bow kind of way. And there's no, like, big confrontation with anybody in this movie. Um, Helena comes in, in, along with Teddy, to save Indy, who's been captured. And he's shot, so, like, he might be mortally wounded. We don't really know. There is a a cool moment um, in the past when Indiana Jones realizes where he is and what he's seeing. Like, he's literally seeing this battle that he's talked about. And it's just this kind of cool moment where he's just, like reveling in the fact that he's in the past I mean he's an archaeologist that's like his entire life and that's kind of neat um the way he plays it I mean he does a really good job Harrison Ford does a great job as Indiana Jones in this movie both younger and older and he decides he wants to stay in the past and uh Phoebe Waller Bridges character is like no you can't do that like that's gonna mess up time you can't stay in the past he's like just leave me here 
I don't have anything to go back to. I'm just, I want to die here. And I guess there's to a point it's like, oh, I guess that's kind of a romantic idea of like, this person has dedicated his whole life to history is now going to die in history. And it's just, it's weird. I'm like, I, I, I guess, I mean, I hope this isn't how they end it. Well, she acts like she's okay with it. And then she punches him in the face, then cut to they're back in Indiana Jones's apartment. And I'm like, but how did they get back? Like Teddy brings a plane, like a, the little kid flies a plane in and there's a pilot that's with him. And apparently I guess they can just fly back through the fissure, but you don't see it. And there's a lot of complaints online that uh, Helena took the choice away from Indiana Jones, that she took it from him and just took it into her own hands and punches him in the face. And a lot of people are really mad about that. I'm not mad about that. I think that's fine because I think that it definitely is in character for Indy to, one, um, get lost in the moment because he has in almost all of the other movies. He's like gotten really into what's going on around him and needs somebody to wake him up. And also in the spirit of she's sort of like a younger female Indiana Jones, he definitely would have punched somebody in the face for acting ridiculous like he was acting. Um, But what I didn't like was that it was just boom, blink, and now they're back home. Like, it just, it seemed very easy and very like, oh, we just need to get them back. Like, we're not going to worry about how they actually do it. We don't need to see it. He's just back back in his own world. And it just, I just didn't like the way it wrapped up. And that ending kind of bothered me because I was like well that it just it's just over like that's just it like he's back in his own time and everything's fine Sala shows up again uh John Reese Davies who I like the character but I mean it, you know I I don't know that he necessarily needed to be in the movie like that's another thing that they maybe could have cut out like it's nice to see that character but I don't know what impact he really had on the story like you find out that Indiana Jones uh helped him and his family get away from Egypt and come to America and um, protect him. And like, that's nice and everything, but like, I don't know that we needed that, that subplot of the movie. Um, Karen Allen's character comes back at the end to help take care of him. And they patch things up. Great. Everything's fine. Um, It's a happy ending, I guess. But like, I feel like crystal skull sort of ended the story of Indiana Jones better than this movie did, but I liked more of this movie than I did Crystal Skull. So it's weird when I think of like which one I like better. They're kind of they're they kind of cancel each other out in a weird way because the things that I didn't like in Crystal Skull sort of added up to me not liking the ending of this movie. So I don't know. I guess if I this I I think Dial of Destiny I might have liked a little bit better than Crystal Skull, but I, they're pretty equal to me as far as how I ended up feeling when the movie was over. I think I was happier at the end of Crystal Skull than I was with this movie. It just, it didn't work. Like the whole time travel aspect didn't really work for me. And that's sort of a big thing. Like if it, if, if you don't buy into it, that's what the whole movie is leading to, you know? And when the credits roll, if you're like, I don't, I don't like how that went. Maybe I should see it again. In fact, you know, I mean, you've, if you've listened to me long enough, you know, I will definitely watch this movie again. I'm probably going to buy this movie. I have all the other ones. Why the hell wouldn't I buy this one? And I'm going to watch it at least 10 times. And hopefully by the ninth time, I'll be like, you know what? I like this whole movie. That's my plan. So maybe I'll do a follow-up podcast when this ends up on Disney+. I'll be like, you know what? I've watched it 10 times, and I think I'm starting to like it. I didn't. That's to say I, I didn't like this movie. I did like this movie. Mostly, I thought this movie was really good. I just didn't like the ending. And that's sort of a big issue. But if you're a person that can get through a whole movie and be like, oh, man, that ending sucked. I loved it. Hey, this one might be for you. 
Podcast is an Alpha Media Production.